Chapter seventy seven of Thomas Wingfold Curate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Thomas Wingfold Curate by George MacDonald. Chapter seventy seven Passages from the Autobiography of the Wandering Jew. I have at length been ill, very ill once more and for many reasons foreign to the weightiest, which I had forgotten, I had hoped that I was going to die. But therein I am as usual deceived and disappointed. That I have been out of my mind I know, by having returned to the real knowledge of what I am. The conscious present has again fallen together, and made a whole with the past, and that whole is my personal identity. How I broke loose from the bonds of a madness, which, after so many and heavy years of uninterrupted sanity, had at length laid hold upon me, I will now relate. I had, as I have said, been very ill, with some sort of fever that had found fit rooting in a brain overwearied from not having been originally constructed to last so long. Whether it came not of an indwelling demon or a legion of demons I cannot tell. God knows. Surely I was as one possessed, I was mad, whether for years or but for moments, who can tell? I cannot. Verily it seems for many years. But, knowing well the truth concerning the relations of time in him that dreameth and waketh from his dream, I place no confidence in the testimony of the impressions left upon my seeming memory. I can, however, trust it sufficiently as to the character of the illusions that then possessed me. I imagined myself an Englishman called Polworth, of an ancient Cornish family. Indeed, I had in my imagination, as Polworth, gone through the history every day of it, with its sunrise and sunset, of more than half a lifetime. I had a brother who was deformed and a dwarf, and a daughter who was like him, and the only thing, throughout the madness, that approached a consciousness of my real being and history, was the impression that these things had come upon me because of a certain grievous wrong I had at one time committed, which wrong, however, I had quite forgotten, and could ill have imagined in its native hideousness. But one morning, just as I woke, after a restless night filled with dreams, I was aware of a half-embodied shadow in my mind, whether thought or memory or imagination I could not tell and the strange thing was that it darkly radiated from it the conviction that I must hold and identify it, or be forever lost to myself. Therefore, with all the might of my will to retain the shadow, and all the energy of my recollection to recall that of which it was the vague shadow, I concentrated the whole power of my spiritual man upon the phantom thought to fix and retain it. Everyone knows what it is to hunt such a formless fact. Evanescent as a rainbow, its whole appearance, from the first, is that of a thing in the act of vanishing. It is a thing that was known, but, from the moment consciousness turned its lantern upon it, began to become invisible. For a time, during the close pursuit that follows, it seems only to be turning corner after corner to evade the mind's eye, but behind every corner it leaves a portion of itself, until at length, although when, finally, cannot be told, 
it is gone so utterly that the mind remains aghast in the perplexity of the doubt whether ever there was a thought there at all throughout my delusion of an english existence i had been tormented in my wakings with such thought phantoms and ever had i followed them as an idle man may follow a flitting marsh fire indeed i had grown so much interested in the phenomenon and its possible indications that i had invented various theories to account for them some of which seemed to myself original and ingenious while the common idea that they are vague reminiscences of a former state of being i had again and again examined and as often entirely rejected as in no way tenable or verisimilar but upon the morning to which i have referred i succeeded for the first time in fixing capturing identifying the haunting fluttering thing that moment the bonds of my madness were broken my past returned upon me i had but to think in any direction and every occurrence with time and place and all its circumstance rose again before me the awful fact of my own being once more stood bare awful always tenfold more awful after such a period of blissful oblivion thereof i was i had been i am now as i write the man so mysterious in crime so unlike all other men in his punishment known by various names in various lands here in england as the wandering jew ahasuerus was himself again alas himself and no other wife daughter brother vanished and returned only in dreams i was and remain the wanderer the undying the repentant the unforgiven o oh, heart o oh, weary feet o oh, eyes that have seen and never more shall see until they see once and are blinded for ever back upon my soul rushes the memory of my deed like a storm of hail mingled with fire flashing through every old dry channel that it throbs and writhes anew scorched at once and torn with the poisonous burning End of chapter seventy seven